Welcome everyone to another episode of the podcast. Some quick housekeeping for us before we get into it. I am very excited to announce that I have launched my email newsletter, meaning that every Monday at 8 a.m., I'm going to be sending out a weekly newsletter that's going to give you the most real, raw thoughts of everything that's going on in my life, business-wise, opening up on a personal and professional level. I'm just really excited to have a more open line of communication with everybody that's been listening to me, that's been following me for these years. It's something that I've wanted to do for like four years now, so I'm super, super excited about it. If you follow me on Instagram, then you've probably seen me talk about it. But if not, this is how you do it. You go to Felix Levine all one word, dot substack, S-U-B-S-T-A-C-K, dot com, and it'll prompt you. You just enter your email, and then boom, you're subscribed. If you don't want to go through all that, you can go to my Instagram, at felix.levine, and click the little link tree thing in my bio, and it is the first one at the top, and you just click that link and enter your email. Either way, it takes like five seconds total, and it would mean the world to me, so Please, please, please go do that. If you have any questions, reach out to me on Instagram or via email, WTG at gmail.com. If you want me to manually add you to the subscriber list, I will do that as well. But I really want to add you there if you want to be there. I'll also add in some weekly blog posts about certain different subjects and different topics of things that are going on. So I'm just really looking forward to developing a little bit of a Substack community, if you will. So anyways, that's the Substack, that's the email, week, the weekly email newsletter, and I'm just really excited to start it, and it's going to start next Monday. Other housekeeping, if you don't follow me yet on Instagram, at Felix.Levine, on TikTok, at FelixLevine, my YouTube channel, search it on YouTube, Felix Levine, you'll find it, subscribe, all video versions of every podcast is over there always. All right, I think that's it, now let's get into it. And my guest today. She works at Barstool Sports. She's a content creator. She is an absolutely lovely human being. You probably know her from the Mean Girl pod with her best friend, Alex Bennett. Please welcome Jordan Woodruff. And we're live. Jordan, thank you. Uh, thanks for coming in today. It's taking an hour on FDR. Actually, it was a great time. First, thank you for having me, though. Doing a coffee review with me? Yes. Spilling it all over yourself? You were my first guest. You I spilled did, it over. I did spill on myself, but it didn't get on my shoes. Like, the lace part. But also, it looks like it like didn't stain in a coffee way. Oh, yeah. Mean Girl merch doesn't stain. Oh, Wow, that's a good plug. <laughs> no, that was that was well done. Look at the camera and tell Mean Girl, where can mean, they get it? Mean Girl Pod merch. Uh, I think it's just Mean Girl Pod at barstoolsportsstore.com or something like that. Yeah, yeah, Backslash yeah. something. That was good. I just came up with that on the fly. Alex, I think she deserves more percentage <laughs> yeah. of those sales. Anyway, so um, uh, I'm excited to have you on. And uh, before we get into it, though, yes. little, I mean, you're out there. There's... You and Alex like to do your talking. Mm-hmm. Is there a little tidbit, a little story, a little something the world might not know about you already? Okay, so you asked me that before we started, and it's hard because I do share so much. But I'm try- like, there's a few different things, but I think the one thing I've never talked about is just like a fun little story is I lived in Australia for four months, and I skydived and bungee jumped and did the whole thing. When? I was a junior in college. So I studied abroad there, but I just never talk about that part of my life. But I got to live in Australia, which was cool. Where at in Australia? So I lived on the Sunshine Coast in Malulaba, and I went to school at the University of the Sunshine Coast. Sounds kind of fun. Was it like, no, it wasn't fun? So it was fun, but the animals are insane there. Like I was attacked by birds, kangaroos could attack us, snakes, spiders, like it was crazy. How'd the bird attack you? So the birds in Australia have venom on their wings because that's how they attack their prey. And there's two types of birds, magpies. And then you think I'm crazy, but I <laughs> nah, swear to nah, God. Nah, I'm, I'm, and I would literally go to the gym with an umbrella because the birds would like swoop and attack me because they were tr- they thought we were taking their eggs. Yeah. And then I would run and magpies would like come and attack us too. It's terrifying. Wait, so you'd go when it was nice and sunny with an umbrella to the gym? Yeah. 
just so you wouldn't get attacked by these venomous birds. Yeah, and to this day, I'm terrified of birds. Like I had witch phobias. Are birds? Oh. It's not a. Spiders, I think, is an arachnophobia. Or yeah, it's bird phobia. Yeah, I have massive bird phobia. Like, I'm terrified of birds to this day. So, like, pigeons, not it. Terrified. Oh. Like, we'll get freaked out. New York is great out. for that, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And I've been attacked by a pigeon, too. Wait, I mean, you got it. I've never heard of anybody getting attacked by a pigeon. Yeah, it, came, it, it came and hit my eye. No one believes oh. me, but it happened. It hit your eye? Mm-hmm. I think I'd panic. Yeah, I did. I thought I was going to die. <laughs> I thought I had, an, like, a disease and I was going to die that day. It was horrible. <laughs> But well, that's my little fun fact. The, the things you've been through. Mm-hmm. Australia, terrified I, of birds and attacked by birds. So, because it's one of, well, I guess one of your first couple podcasts. And I was trying to do a little bit of a deep dive. I got some things, but. That scares me. No, it's not. <laughs> well, honestly, I mean, the way you guys, you guys share a lot on, on Mean Girl. So you just got to do a little studying there and you're, you're good. Born and raised in Minnesota? Yes. Where at? So I was born and raised in Northfield, which is 45 minutes south of Minneapolis in St. Paul. Very small. Well, actually, it's not that small. It's about 20,000. Has two popular colleges in the Midwest. It's just a little little farm town. Were you so you were a little farm girl? No. <laughs> I was not a farm girl. Uh, so it's funny. When I first moved to Northfield, where we lived, it was all cornfields. And now it's like full developments and houses. So I guess I was a little bit of a farm girl. But like, do you do like farmy things or? No. No, I went to school in North Dakota, too. Oh, right. Yes, yeah, so you went to NDSU, yeah? Yeah. Do we like NDSU? Um, I do like Fargo in North Dakota. NDSU is in Fargo. Um, but I love New York. <laughs> That's the easiest <laughs> yeah, yeah. way to say Yeah, I would say, say that North Dakota and New York are a little different, no? Yeah. Like, I don't feel like I was supposed to be born and raised in Minnesota in North Dakota. Right, you give me, like, a good New York energy, like... Like, I, you're an adopted New Yorker. Yes. Because, see, Jabari and I, like, we were born and raised to be a little snobby. You were born and raised in New York? Mm-hmm. Both why, of you? Why does that surprise you? Like, in Manhattan? Brooklyn. Oh, thank God. What? I, I heard that I can't trust. Oh, you don't, you don't trust? <laughs> Manhattan people. Like, <laughs> people are like, never befriend or date people don't, who were no, born true. in Manhattan. No, 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 no. Don't, don't worry. Jabari and I were born in Brooklyn. Thank God. Yes. We're, we're good Brooklynites. We went to... Uh, yeah, elementary school, but yeah, but we uh, whole life, whole life lived in Brooklyn. So yeah, That's crazy. we're good. That's crazy though. I can't even imagine. Yeah, it's true that some of them in Manhattan. Well, it depends. You can't trust all of them because they, if they went to like private school and all that. Yeah, I don't. It's, it's like gross. Did were what? you private school kids? No. Thank God. No, no, we I, don't, I, don't, I don't trust <laughs> private school kids either. No, we don't either. <laughs> no. Especially in New York. Like, I think that's actually one of the. I always promise myself, no matter how wealthy, if if raising kids in New York, like, they're always going to public school. Even in New York? Even in New York. I don't if, know much about the school system in New York. It's good and bad. If you're in the good parts, like, Jabari will tell you, like, if you're in, like, some of, like, the top 10 schools in New York, let's say high schools in New York, they're great. Okay. Anything, there's a there's a little bit of a, too much of a gap, but that gets boring. Let's not get okay. into that. Um, so, wait, so when did you move to New York? Uh, September of 2021, so it's been a year and a half. Oh. Yeah, like Minnesota, North Dakota for college, back to Minnesota, New York City. So then how'd you, and you started, when you came here, it was just Barstool? No, I had a different job. What so, it? So it's kind of like, this is probably the only like cool thing about me is how I got to no, New York. No, don't say that. One of the cool There's things about me. <laughs> There's gotta be a couple. One of the cool things. So in Minnesota, I worked in corporate insurance for four years. Like, that was my life. It was miserable sorry if anyone's listening from that part of my life but i hated it i would like cry every day and you're so you're just selling insurance policies? yes i did health and benefits for two years and property and casualty for two years so you'd be like hey like give me like what's the calls look like hey i'm jordan i'm trying to sell you insurance policies so oh, i'm gonna get like ptsd from this oh, I'm, I'm just kidding no, i'm just kidding <laughs> i like i know so much about insurance so i kind of get excited when people are like can you help me with your my insurance policy i was like yeah actually i, I had license in it so I would like call my brokers and sell them short-term disability, long-term dental vision, pretty much anything but medical. Okay. And I'd work with small businesses. That was, I, was, I was a small business consultant and I would sell everything but medical insurance all day, every day. All day, every day. Mm-hmm. Just living the life. Yeah. And you're like, fuck this shit. I need to go to Barstool. So COVID happened mm-hmm. and we had nothing to do. So 
like my friends were like tiktok is this really cool app you should go on it and my whole life i always wanted to work in the public eye like i was i tried to be on vine i tried to do things on instagram it just never worked and then when COVID happened, I was like, okay, I can go on TikTok. I don't see any of my friends. No one can judge me because for the next like foreseeable future, I can just do this weird sure. stuff in my bed. Well, that sounds weird. <laughs> I can do pop culture videos and no one can make right. fun of me. So I just started doing it every single day and I started to gain a following. And then a year afterwards, I was like, I remember being in my car and being like, I need to get out of Minnesota now. I've always wanted to live in New York. I just need to like make the move. So within a month span, I decided I was leaving Minnesota. I got a new job in marketing in New York City. Because of COVID, they were like, you don't have to come until October of 2021. And this was April of 2021. Okay. So I was like, perfect. I have time to find an apartment, a roommate, the whole shebang. But then during that process, Barstool was like, we're having a talent search. Apply. And I was... One of the few, there was like a handful of us that was doing pop culture for TikTokers on TikTok. And for some reason, Barstool was like really looking for somebody in that space. So I was like, you know, I'm just going to apply. I'm going to see what happens. I've wanted to work at Barstool since like 2018. I got the job. Well, so first I moved to New York. Then I got the job. And then I started Barstool in October of 2021. And then you haven't looked back since. I haven't. It happened all like very perfectly. Did you ever have any hesitations because of like some of the negative reputations that Barstool has? No. <laughs> I didn't care at all. <laughs> I I loved like Dave and his pizza reviews. Like that's what like I started becoming obsessed with Barstools because of his pizza reviews. And that's like all I knew. I never got involved in like the stoolie world. And then I started listening to like some of the female podcasts. And I was like, this is for me. It's my dream. And then, so then how did it kind of come about where you and Alex started your show? Yeah, so I started October 2021. She started August of 2021. And she was hired with her mom. She did... um, Oh, right, right. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because I don't know that much about all of the different shows. Yeah. So she did Because I Said So. Now it's called Mother Knows Best Mm -hmm. with her mom, Kim. And then I started doing pop culture. And... When I was doing pop culture, I had a show called Blocked where I would talk to Barstool employees about famous people who blocked them. And one day Alex was like, oh, this influencer blocked me if you want to talk about it. And I was like, yeah, I guess no one's really talked about influencers on this show. Might as well have you on. We talked about it. Unfortunately, the person she spoke about was friends with Dave. Oh, wait, yeah, I just watched that. <laughs> yeah, we were. I, Daniel Burns, Major we were what? I saw his, I was watching the YouTube right there, and I saw his his video. Yes. Just a little bit. Yeah. So, long story short, she's a good friend of Dave's. He asked us to take it down, but in the Barcel world, that's like a big no-no. So, it was this massive internet drama beef, and Alex and I were kind of a team in that, and people were like, you have really good chemistry. You should make something of this. And we're like, let's start a podcast. Did he, wait, did he ever threaten to fire you guys? No, never. But like, did he reach out after? I was like, yo, sorry, I shred, tore you guys apart in that like, no. minute. No? Mm-mm. You guys have a good relationship now? Um, Not really. I think we're on good terms. Like, I've seen him in the office here and there. But we, we've we never really spoken about it. It's kind of interesting, like, how he's, like, the boss. But, like, you, and he could have employees that he, like, tears apart. And then, like, they just all just work there and it's all fine. Yeah. It's kind of part of the gig. But it's funny because I've had, so I guess I've had a lot of barstool people. Or yeah, at you least, had Grace on and yeah, Caroline. Yeah, Grace and Caroline and Francis a couple times. Oh yeah, good friend of mine, Julio. We we love we him. love Julio, but we don't like Francis. Oh. No, that's okay. That's like no, that's no, no. Like, I'm, I'm clipping it. I'm no, clipping please it. do. No, I'm clipping it without you. Okay, yeah. No, we love Julio. We don't like Francis. Why? <laughs> so they have the podcast together. Yeah. So. Oops. They, um, so one day Alex and I were like, let's do a podcast episode where we talk about dating rules or like relationship rules with a guy. And we're like, what guy can we have on? We want someone who's serious, not really like a stoolie. Let's have Julio. He's great. Julio came on. Fabulous. The best like guest you could possibly ever want. And then the next week we're like, we should do marriage ones. So let's have Francis on. (laughs) Francis came on the pod. Not the vibe. I didn't watch that episode. It, we didn't put it out. <laughs> so we cut the episode, redid it. Wait, why was it so bad? No, come on, tell me. <laughs> no, I will. Like, everyone's like, Jordan, you've been so nice. Just say the truth. And we've talked to France about this. Like, we joke about it on the side. We're actually friends. We're fine. But he's so 
Francis. Like, no, so, he <laughs> like, he, we would he say. He doesn't feel real. Yes. We would say stuff and he would say stuff back and we'd be like, wait, what? Like, we're just asking you a question about bank accounts. And it, it, it was just like too over the top where he left the room and we were like, we, no. Oh, no. He, he literally left? <laughs> no, I mean, when we were done with the interview, oh. he left the room and we were like, we have to redo this. Wait, can you give me like one of his like worst takes? So like one of the things was about shared bank accounts and Alex's take was if you share a bed, you should share a bank account. And Francis like took it so literally and he's like, well, what if they're happily married, but don't share beds? Then what? And we're like, oh, <laughs> we're like, bro, it's an analogy. He went to Harvard. He's like on a different, you know, he's, he's too smart. <laughs> yeah. So we didn't release the episode. And then that kind of came like barstool beef. Mm. And now we have like beef together. I always joke when I see them. I'm like, Julia, I love you, Francis. I don't yeah. like you. Julia's a sweetheart. Yes. We uh, I had Julio on this summer. Fun. Played a little tennis after together. Are you a comedian too? No. Okay. Thank you for thinking that. Well, because like they're no, both comedians, so I was I know, like, no, oh. no, they're uh, they're much funnier than I am. Um, they're not that but, funny. Well, Francis isn't. Julio is. It's true. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, Francis. Um, <laughs> so put that and give that to me, and I'm gonna watch it every night. <laughs> um, but no, there's a. I just think it's interesting because. Like the barstool scene is interesting. I think it's it's like a great almost um, pass through system. It feels like in a sense that like it's a great place to build your career, and then it almost feels like eventually people graduate and they move on. Do you yeah. s- do you see like that or not at all? Like for you, do you think you'll be there in the next fifteen twenty years? That I don't know. That's the thing that's kind of scary about the world that we're both in is we don't really know what the future yeah. holds. Yeah. Like it's not like the corporate world where you're like, okay, I'm a, an analyst and then an associate and then a manager. For this, it's like I might be doing well now, but what what's two years look like? Are podcasts even going to be a thing? You tell me, Jordan. Like I will start to spiral. Like I'm going to start <laughs> spiral. Like, I, <laughs> I like think about it. I'm like, I don't know. So I really don't know. I love Barstool. I don't see myself leaving in the foreseeable future. But thinking about staying there for 10 years when I'm almost 40 also sounds kind of scary. Makes you want to throw up. Yeah, like being 37 and being there, like that that sounds a little terrifying. So I don't know. But for now, I'm very happy there. And I don't see myself leaving in the next year or so. So what has the reaction been with your podcast, um, The Good, The Bad, The Ugly? Well, so the thing that's weird about our podcast is – we almost feel like we have different like audiences based off of every platform. So like Twitter is very much stooly. TikTok is very much, I don't even know. Instagram is very like core females, like hyping us up. So Alex always makes a joke. She's like, we could be having a horrible day on Twitter, but an amazing day on Instagram. Like they're mm. two different worlds. So we don't really have any any two ugly days other than on Twitter is like an ugly day every day. And then in the office, it's usually an ugly day because we say these things on the podcast that get clipped and that's what people see. And they're like, oh, you guys are just a bunch of idiots. I'm sure you've seen the clips. <laughs> well, the clip like I I like the clips like I'm being honest because they're because <laughs> <laughs> it's good because you get like the. I mean, it's the point of clipping like you get the good sound bites, you get the good moments, you get the hot takes the cold takes the debatable yeah and i think that's kind of when i i guess found you guys i think i'd seen a bunch of your clips over time and uh and i'm trying to remember which one might have been julio actually oh he yeah had, he had some good takes he had incredible takes no like he what was your favorite take of his because i didn't watch the whole thing i liked the part where he Cash. said that yes i think it's a good take i think it's an incredible take I've never pe- been with someone who has cash <laughs> now that I think of it. For people who are – he basically said if you're on a first date make sh- if, and you're a guy, make mm-hmm. sure you always have some cash on you because there's nothing less sexy than saying like, oh, no, I don't have cash or – Yeah. Or it's like kind of – you know, it's like an old, old school kind of – right? Well, yeah, especially being in New York, a lot of places – or I should say more places don't take cards than you think. Like you might be at like a cool hole-in-the-wall place and they're like, we don't take credit cards. Oh. Or – Maybe we're in a, a an emergency situation and we're like, we only take cash. Or maybe this taxi only takes cash. I think it's just like, it makes you feel safe as a female. Do you feel like p- 
putting out a lot of these, a lot of dating content can get like, well, there's got to be, be some downside to it as well. No. Oh my God. <laughs> so much downside. Like give me like top three downside. Um, oh gosh. Top three. I would say one would be people assume they know who I am. Like mm. they, they see who I am on the internet and then they assume that's who I am in real life. But you're not. Or are you? Well, it's not that I'm not, but like everyone kind of puts on a facade or like a, a little bit more of like extra energy on the yeah. internet or they'll just like not ask me questions because they think they know everything about me um, to immediately they're like, are you going to talk about this on the podcast? Oh, I get that so been, all the time. You've been on like a date or something and okay. it's always like, are you going to talk about this on the podcast or, or a guy will come up to me and they're like, can I be a mean girl pod? And I'm like, that's the most unattractive thing you could yeah, ever say like to not, me. Yeah. <laughs> And I always like, so that's a big thing. And three, I think a lot of guys have avoided me because they think I'm going to expose oh. them, which if you listen to the podcast, we've never exposed anyone before. I've never spoken poorly on any man. Well, I've never <laughs> spoken poorly on any man in specific details. The only time I've ever done it was like once or twice and I've never given what, details. What they do? I don't, that's the thing. I don't even remember. Oh, um, this one guy, he... He, like, wouldn't hang... I, I can't remember exactly what it was. He, like... We thought he, like, had girls of every day of the week. And I was, like, his Monday or Tuesday girl. Oh, your Monday, Tuesday. Yeah. And oh. not, like, a Thursday or Friday girl. <laughs> That's hurtful. So we were, like, <laughs> trashing him. But to the point of, like, no one would ever know who we were talking about. Right. And, like, I don't even... The only people who know my actual dating life are my close, like, knit group of friends. But, like, do... Like, have you ever been on a date and, and the guy, like, talks about... Most dates. And and you're like, nah, just treat me right and you won't make it on the pod. No. Well, you will make it on the pod in the best way. Well, usually what I tell people when I'm – because I've, I've, like, seen – I haven't had, like, any serious relationships since having the podcast, but I've seen a few guys for, like, a few months. And I always tell them, like, if I care about you, I won't talk about you. And if I do, I'll ask your permission. And that's always the case until – I stop caring about them, and then I'll like I'll like share a few details about the relationship after the fact, but never to the point where anyone's ever figured out who I'm talking about. How is the dating in Minnesota compared to New York? So different. Yeah. I recently went on a date with someone who's brand new to New York, and they actually asked me this question, and it kind of made me think about the difference. And in New York, no one wants to settle down anytime soon, at least in the the people I've dated like I feel like when you're in Minnesota like all my friends have babies and they're married or serious relationships I don't have any single friends back in Minnesota that's interesting yeah so it's like 25 is New York's 35 I agree so dating in New York I feel like men and women not just men are always looking for the next best thing and they're not they're going on all these dates but no one is ever actually like I'm dating you with intention to potentially make you my girlfriend Okay, now I'm gonna, I'm gonna agree with you generally. You're from Brooklyn. I'm I'm different. Very different. (laughs) No, because I genuinely, I genuinely like, I agree. Mm -hmm. But I, for me, it's like for me, I I can say it's different. Okay, I appreciate that. Like I, so but I do. I don't think I've ever thought about it in that sense. Mm -hmm. I just think about it with regards to my own life. Do you prefer the Minnesota way or the New York way? I prefer the New York way because in Minnesota, like, if you were like, Jordan, you ready to settle down and have kids right now? I'd be like, no, not a chance. You don't want little mini Jordans? No, I don't know if I ever want little mini Jordans. Oh, we can talk about that. Yeah. So I prefer the New York way. The only thing is, like, sometimes it would be nice to have someone around, but guys are like... And girls are just always, like, so fast-paced, always looking for the next best thing. I think we prioritize our friends more in New York, too. Like, in in Minnesota, it's, like, relationships are the biggest focus of life. But in New York, it's, like, friends and work and adventure. And I I prefer that right now in my life. Do you feel like eventually you want to settle down? Is that... Oh, yes. I would love to settle down eventually. So... (laughs) That'd be nice. (laughs) (laughs) So you would... But family is like maybe not settle down long term, but maybe not necessarily kids. Kids. Yeah, I don't know. I for the past like four years, 
I haven't wanted kids. Recently, I've been warming up to been it feeling more. motherly. Yeah. I, I texted my best friend the other day and I was like, I think I might want kids one day because now when I look at them, I don't want to poke kill. my eyes out oh. or kill them. Well, whichever. But usually they go hand in hand now. Yeah. S- interesting. What changed? Just the weather? It could be. Honestly, right like February and March. That's what I'm saying. It's always when I'm like, oh, let's date again. And Just let's- wait in spring. You're gonna you're gonna be like, I need. I'm getting two or three in the next couple of years. No, like literally as a person, it's like February, March. It's like I want to settle down and date, and then all of a sudden it gets warm out, and you're like, single. I don't want anything. Kids, no way. So right now, maybe, maybe when I'm like 35. I don't know. Are you? Do you have siblings? I have one brother. Yeah, he's older than me. How old? He's How gonna older? be 30 in November. So it's just you two growing up. Yeah. And is he settled down? No. Nope. Both of my parents are like, are you guys ever going to find anyone we want? They, oh, grandkids. yeah. They want grandkids. And Come I'm, on, you got to make the parents happy. I know. I mean, they've given up on me. Oh. For for grandkids. Oh. My brother, I think, will give them grandkids. But for me, they're like, Jordan, we get it. You're probably never going to give us like any. I you'd be a good mom. I th- thank <laughs> you. I appreciate that. No, I'm serious. That, that means a lot. I would hope to be a good mom. I don't know if I would be. I'd be like the strict, stressed out parent. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm very... Like, I would be the bad cop all the time. Why? I just... I'm just so, like, type A, strict. I feel that. Tight schedule. Like, I'm not easygoing when it comes to rules. So that's why I think, yeah. Well, you got to relax a little, no? Are you always like this, or...? Well, it depends on the situation. Mm. Yeah, like, also, not to, like, get into astrology and stuff, but I'm a Gemini. Oh. So I, <laughs> are you too? <laughs> Wait, when's your birthday? Okay, I'm June 14th. When are you? January 22nd. Aquarius. Oh, I love Aquariuses. Are compatible or no? A little bit, yeah, actually. Well, my best friend's an Aquarius, and I oh. love her to death. So you have, I think I'm, like, compatible with, I would say, that sign. Yeah. Yeah, a Gemini's. Well, I don't know if two Gemini's are compatible. Really? I don't have one friend who's Gemini. You're the only second guy I've ever met that's Gemini. Males? That's that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, Jen, get with it. Times are changing. I don't have any Gemini friends, <laughs> but we conform to people's energies. Do I don't we? know if you feel yeah. So like, if you're like, if right now, if you were like, let's drink, like let's have a great time when we do the you, podcast, I'd be like, all right, let's do it. Should have said, feeling on edge these days, or no, we won't drink now. But if but if you were like, let's like have a serious conversation, like I'll just match your energy. No, I like that. Yeah, you go with the, the flow, like yeah. the rhythm. It's not being fake. It's just we match the energy we're around. So if I have like rowdy, crazy friends, or like. Let's say I'm dating a guy who's crazy. I'll be like, yeah, let's be crazy. But if I date someone who's like calmer, I'll be like, yeah, let's be calm. Are you, would you generally describe yourself as, like, how would you describe yourself? Me? Oh, gosh, that's such a hard question. I hate when people ask me this question. I don't know. I feel like it changes on a daily basis. (laughs) Like, I feel like my, that's such a hard question. Also, I feel like different people would describe me in different ways. How do you wish people described you? Um, that's also hard, too. I would say nice. <laughs> Come on, give me more, Jordan. <laughs> um, I would say like, I'm like very organized, type A. I agree. Like, very easy to work with, I will say. Thank you. I appreciate good that. Good scheduling, good communication. I mean, you should see what I've... Jabari and I were once, I won't say who... A famous rapper Ooh. who showed up five hours late. Famous rapper from Brooklyn. Hmm. How famous? Very, uh, very famous. <laughs> like the more famous people get, the less respect they have. To you know, I would say it depends on the character and depends on management too. I've seen some extreme. I've had some some pretty big guests show up five minutes early, and I'm like, you know, this is why you are where you are. Is that why you get the Uber now? Because you're just like, I'm not dealing with this. No, I do that out of respect to my guests and comfort. Thank you for um, that, by the way. That was really nice. I, my, of course. Um, no, no, no. With this guy, I, I was ready to send his Uber hours before. But uh, yeah, he showed up literally what, five hours late. That he, would drive me insane. 
oh, I was, I literally almost, and he's big, like, I'll, <laughs> well, people know exactly what I'm talking I've had, like, three rappers on, so they can p- figure it out. Wait, but, can you tell me and cut it? That sounds so familiar. Yeah, you've probably seen him. I'm sure, yeah, I'm he, sure. Uh, his manager texted me three hours, and he's just woken up from his nap. I said, oh, I'm glad he's rested. I could never. No, and I was going to go, and I literally, like, I was about to cancel, and and keep in mind, that was when I was renting my studio, so it was costing me, like, a good $150 an hour to just be there and present and Jabari was there and one of my best friends was there as well and yeah he comes in and we uh and yeah we had the podcast and um yeah how do you keep a straight face like I would oh my god I wanted to murder this guy I wanted to like (laughs) jump over the table yeah 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 and uh but no you got to like keep you just got to pretend like it didn't happen focus do your thing and and have at and uh (sighs) I I think Time, like respecting people's time is the biggest I agree. I agree. thing you should ever, like that's, if someone doesn't respect their time, I immediately hate someone. Oh, I'm saying like, dislike, okay, okay. Highly dislike. So if you go on a date and a guy shows up like 15 minutes late, mm-hmm. what are you thinking? Well, t- there's so many variables. It's like, did they tell me? Did they, okay, he texts you, you have a five 5.30 date, mm-hmm. text you at, at 5.30, I'm, fi- I'm 15 minutes late. At 5.30? Or at maybe like 5.28. I would be so pissed. Like, Mm. and that's happened before. I think the most attractive thing a guy can do if they're going on a date with a girl is get there before the girl. Mm -hmm. Because, like, secure the table. No, secure the table. Figure out the territory. Like, it's not that hard. Like, I went on a date with a guy last week, and he's from the Midwest. And he's the only guy who's ever shown up on a date before me in oh, New York. You, you always show up first? Yeah. And I show up on time, by the way. Oh, see, that's in- interesting. Yeah. And it's never like crazy. <laughs> it's like either they're like one or two minutes late, maybe five. And they usually are like, my Uber's running really late or the subway, which I get. Like, you can never tell, really. Well, you can, I mean, I'm giving them too much. But this guy was like, I'm here. And I was like, oh, my God, you're there 10 minutes early? It all just be fashionably late. And I just like walked around the city until it was like two minutes after. What are like for single guys in New York listening right now? Like the top, let's say the top three do's and don'ts in your opinion. On like first dates or? Let's go first dates. I think the top three do's would be like checking to make sure that the date's still on. Like if, if let's say sure. like we schedule, I know it's like the bare minimum, right? You're like, wow, really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Jordan. Okay. <laughs> no, literally. No, it's shocking though. Right. That it has to even be said. Shocking. Cause a lot of times <laughs> you, we schedule dates far out in advance in New York cause we're so busy. So if we scheduled a date last week, it's like, can you follow up? Not that and, hard. And they, you want them to follow up. Yeah. That'd be nice. Yeah. I've I, had to do that. Yeah. Yeah. See that. Okay. So I would say like following or like following up planning the date you know like mm-hmm. picking the place making a reservation once again you think it's the bare minimum but you know it doesn't happen all the time and then paying oh yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> well yeah but <laughs> okay do you not do you not think that they should pay jordan don't. no you i could tell you do yeah you, you so see, i was like, raised by my mother single mother oh then you're a stand-up man for sure so she raised me and said, I don't give a fuck if it's a your girlfriend, your aunt, your sister, your best friend's girlfriend, your niece, you're paying. And if you don't, I'm disowning you. That was more or less what it was. I love your mom. No, she, I, I want to hang out with your mom. That is the way it should be. So. So when I'm with my like. Uh, and I'd say like. Honestly, like the majority of my friends are girls, so they come to me with a lot of guy advice, and they're like, "Yo, like this, that," and they come to me and they're like, "He didn't pay for." Th-. I'm like, yeah, yeah, "Let me tell you real quick, get out." Because mm-hmm. I think, and I'm not even trying to say like, like "I'm this great guy." I just think genuinely, it's like a problem. No, it's it a is. problem. I I think a spe- like now I've heard the argument when you're years into a relationship. I've heard the argument, you know, I think. My issue, now I'm curious your take, is that then there's like, you know, when you're with like a group of friends and I heard and I heard like, I think moments of it with Julio with like if if it's you and like your best friend coming, of mm-hmm. course, like you take care. If it's a group of like seven, eight, right? And there's like a couple, once or OK, this is my, I'm curious your take. If there's 
you, your best friend, and another friend, you're dating the guy. One girl's dating the other guy. And it's the third, let's say, best friend. Say she's fifth wheeling or he's fifth wheeling, right? How should the paying be divided? Oh, that's a hard one. Which it shouldn't be because I've been that fifth wheel so many times. So it's a couple, a couple, and three, then a, a three single. Girl, three girls and two guys. And there's two couples in there. Or four girls and two guys. Anything in two guys. This is, let's... Well, have these people known each other for a while? Yeah, yeah good, good friends. Just getting drinks all together. I feel like it's one of those things where it's like, she should just do her own thing. Like, pay her own way. Oh. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it gets kind of weird with the two and the two. I don't know. I feel okay, like now, I would be like, I'll Now, say, say, I'll give you actually, I've been in a situation multiple times recently. You have like a couple... Say it's like me and my best friend and my best friend's dating a girl and there's his girlfriend and like three other girls. How's it go? Same thing, what you're describing? Oh kind of just figure it out. I'm not a visual person. Okay. Or no, I'm a visual there's person. There's like I'm four not girls, two person. guys. There's one couple. Okay. That's so, that gets muddy. Like, what did you guys do? I, I okay, don't know. Okay, so this is what me and my best friend Joseph do. Whenever it's us two, we, it's, we always take care of it. Really? Like, it's not even a question. We just look at each other and we're just like, let's do it. And, I, and I'd say probably like that with most of my guy friends. I need better friends. I think, but I don't know if that's me being too nice. And, and I've, had, I've, I've had this issue sometimes where even with like some of my guy friends or in bigger groups, I feel a responsibility and I don't know why I should. And I don't know if it's because of, I don't know, that in other situations I take care of it and I'm, it's not me trying to be like oh look at me I'm all like trying yeah. to big and I because I don't like that either like feeling like I'm flashing like oh I can do this but I'm always I think my discomfort just leads me to like be like you know what let me just take if there's any question let me take care of it and I don't think it should always be my responsibility but I do think regardless if it's me and another guy and especially if he's my friend or even if he's not because I've had issues with this too, where I was introduced to another guy. We were like big hangout, me and another guy, and there's maybe like a couple girls. And I looked at him the same way I would Joe, and I'm like, yeah, we'll take care of it. He was like, no. And he was like, no. Like, and I'm like, and I remember one of my good friends, I won't say her name, she looked at me and she was like shocked. She was like, even worse, there was one situation, same friend, same girl, me and this guy that she brought. So it was us three. So two guys and a girl. And he was like, do you want to just all split? Yeah, he's our reality. And I'm like, dude, like, I'm like, dude, it's, I'm like, come on. Like that. But the paying thing is, it's it can get, you just start thinking about it. So I feel like. Yeah, that's hard. I feel like once you are an established friend group, you don't need to do that anymore. Like, I feel like now with your girlfriends, you can all pay your own way. I think it's just when you're trying to impress the girl that you're dating in the beginning. Yeah, but I feel like. And out of respect to her friend. Okay, but if you're dating a guy for three years and you guys are all getting drinks and he's making you like, would you would, would you be okay with that? That's a genuine question. Like if it's me, my boyfriend of three years and my friend. Mm-hmm. No, be honest. Um, It depends on the situation. I think like if we're all just like catching up, I would just be like, you and I, let's just like take care of it. And like she doesn't have to pay. That's kind of weird to do like a three way Venmo and mm. she's by herself. And three years deep, it's like they three should know deep. each other by now. Mm-hmm. Or I feel like we can all just pay our own way. Okay, three years deep, seven years deep, you're on a... So I'm seven know, years older now? You know, you've been, you're have been seven years into a relationship. Still 27? Because age makes a big difference too. Okay, so yeah, yeah, you're still okay. 27. And you and your boyfriend are going to dinner just another night. Mm-hmm. Do you always expect him to pay? No. So seven years in... I mean, in a, in a beautiful world, I would love if God, someone God. always paid for me, to be honest. But no, I feel like after, honestly, like a few dates, you can start splitting it. After a few dates? Yeah. I, I don't know. I like to do a lot of things, so I'd feel guilty because I don't know everyone's like financial status. Like if I knew he was like making big bucks and he didn't care, I'd be like, whatever, bro. But you I kind of think, okay, so this is why I disagree. For me, it always comes down to a principal thing. Okay. Everything for me is principal. Same way if I'm in a group of five and I and I choose to take everybody out because I invited them and I feel like it's the moment. Um, that for me is money well spent. Okay. If I and I don't care if I'm a trillionaire, I don't care if I'm just getting through the same way that like when I tell my friends that are girls, they're like, well, he asked me to split it. 
I'm like, I don't care if he's broke. <laughs> I don't care. Like, you figure it out. Go get a second job. No, I'm like, no, I'm, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm being dead serious. I'm laughing because like that's my reality is like dealing with splitting things all the time. Like you're, what, you're like the one percent. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Maybe I'm just dating the wrong people. <laughs> well, I don't think Jabari. What's your take? Like, I can see when you're in a relationship. Eventually, you start splitting things. I yeah. that I get, and and honestly, like if I was, I honest, I haven't had a relationship. My longest relationship was like two and a half, three years. Mm-hmm. But like I could get three, four, five years, and you're trying to figure it out. What's your take? I feel like I'm in like a four-year relationship. Oh, I forgot you're in a four-year. <laughs> oh wait, perfect. I forgot about. Are you paying all the time? I would say it's more like the little things. Often, like if we're at dinner, I'm usually gonna pay. If we're like doing, we're going out for events, I'm gonna pay. But sometimes she's like, I want to take care of you. So like one time she was like, oh, Okay, yeah. we're gonna go on a trip. I'll buy the flight, and like you'll just do like the Airbnb, something like that. I love she Kendra. Wants to be like, Yo, like I want to take care of you too. Mm-hmm. So it's like, but like normal stuff, like I'll get her an Uber home. I'll do this. That's sweet. You know what I, mean? like, I like that. Stuff, she wants to take care of me too. And I was like, Alright, that feels nice. See, that's like I think the perfect relationship. Shout, shout out to Kendra, and they're yeah, they're a beautiful couple. Yeah, they sound Kendra like Kendra and it. Jabari. Sorry, I'm, I'm <laughs> beautiful couple. Yeah, sweet. I mean, it's one of my favorite people on earth, and I've only met Kendra a couple times. Lovely individual, um, but I think see that sounds healthy. It's yes. not, it sounds like I don't like see when I come back to the principal thing. I don't like feeling. Oh, sorry, I'm just thinking about a lot of things at once. I love it. There's nothing as a guy. Just fake it. Just pretend you're gonna go. Just pretend and be like. Just pretend to grab your wallet. Because if you, the worst thing is when I'm just being honest. No, I is, have something to say about is that. Is when a girl, and I find this really unattractive. It's just an expectation, and then I mean, if there's no thank you, then that also pisses me off. But if there's just an expectation after a while, and then that I'm like, I don't like that. So I have two things. Okay. One, I always do the, the trick. You gotta do you gotta do the fake. But you just, know how many times it, that trick is turned into, oh yeah, okay, we'll split it then. Yeah, but like, it's you, so bad. Jordan, who are you dating? I don't know my friends. <laughs> my friends literally Where are you I'm, finding where are you finding these people? I notoriously have hinge, yes. Or out and about. My I notoriously have the worst taste in men in the entire world. But it's like but why? I don't know. I'm working <laughs> on in therapy. I don't know why. But I literally have so many times I've like pulled it out and they'll no be way. like, oh yeah, we can split. On the first date. The first date. So <laughs> I, I I always do it. But my second thing is my whole view on that's kind of changed because of Julio. So he was saying he's like kind of like a, not assert your dominance, but like men should pay on the first date. So he's like, don't 100%. even play the game. He's like, okay, let yeah, them pay. I, that I, and, and I could see. But say thank you. Always say thank you. Yeah, like I think it's, I think it's just. For me, it's like, I, like I notice little thing. Okay, I don't even. I, I don't want to spoil. What do you look for in small things on the first date? Like um, when you're at when you're sitting at dinner, right? You're like this. You're across. What's a little thing that you're looking for? So if they ask me questions, which once again you're like, <laughs> I, I know it sounds so bad, but it's like the reality of dating. Oh, Jordan, how old are you? How old do you think? Around like my age. Something like that. So if you're older, I'd be like, okay, it's maybe it's aging, but yeah, no, it's so many people I've gone on dates with. I'll go through the whole date, and I'm I'm like, they don't know where I work, they don't know what like where I'm from. It's so bad. So like, guys ask me questions, um, showing like an interest. Oh yeah, no. I yeah, mean, and paying. Yeah, it's bad. Okay, I have another. I have things to add on. Please. How do they treat the waiters? Oh, a thousand percent. Um, that's like that's huge. Opening the door, maybe oh. <laughs> just little things like that. <laughs> Make sure that you got home safe. Yeah. Like one time, my roommate went on a date with someone, and he just like let her. It was like you know sometimes dates just like roll into like midnight in New York City. He just let her take the subway home at midnight. No. He's like, "All right, I'll see you later," and she's like, walked to the this. He didn't even walk her to the subway. Like the like the entrance. He was just like, see you later. I live over here. And she's like, like they pretty much walked. She walked him to his house or his apartment. No, like, see, I think that that's like immediate block. Oh, yeah. She never saw him again. And yeah, she, she was like, he was like, okay, bye. I live Isn't here. It's so crazy that it's like small things like that. It's but the it, little but things. It, but it tells, but it's, it's, it's very telling, I think. 
it's so telling. It's the little things that tell you if a person's good or not. Right. Because, but let me tell you, like, there, a lot of people have gone dates with this. Wait, wait, not. so how many, what percentage of, like, let's say the dates in the last two years that you've been on, has you have you split the first, not um, too many? A couple. Not too many in New York because I think, I think guys in New York have a little bit of a bigger ego and they're not going to let a girl pay. Um, but in Minnesota, it was more common. Wait, so when, like, think of, like, the last time that happened, what was your reaction? Was the date going well up until that point? Um, It was going fine, but right when that happened, I was like, I'm never seeing you again. Yeah, it's turn off. Yeah, and I never did see him again. But I don't, th- I'm trying to think, I don't think I've paid in New York. I have a good story. Oh. One of my friends, I won't say names, but she'll, if she's listening to this, she'll know. She went on a date with this guy. They went to the movies. First date to the movies? Yeah, it was not in, I think it was in Long Island. Okay. So like, whatever, it was different. I don't like first dates going to the movies. No, me neither. Just make that clear. It's a bad first date. They went to dinner. They went to the movies. Or actually, you know what? It could have been even their second date. I don't know. They went to the movies at some point. Okay. Then, I don't know if they, I think they hook up maybe. So whatever. Some kind of intimate something. And then... Like he's trying to like see her again, and she's like basically like I'm not. And she she texts him, she's like, hey, like you're a really sweet guy. I'm just not really interested. And in. I love that she didn't ghost him. Right. He goes, okay, cool. Um, can I Venmo request you for the movie ticket that they that they had gone on before? Oh, I would not have Venmoed him. Oh my god. And and then he wrote like this whole long thing too about it. Like, I think like you should have like I wanted to pay or I paid, and I think. And I was like, yo. What was it, like 40 bucks? Oh, I think less. Less. And I was like, I told him, like, yo, you block this kid. Do not pay him. No. And then she went through this whole thing with her. She talked, she asked her dad, and he was like, honestly, this kid is so, like, low. Yeah. Don't do it. I don't know. She, he was like, honestly, just do it so he doesn't bother you. Because it was the bothering that he was just, especially with his daughter, he's like, I'd rather you, like, here, I'll Venmo you the 15, you Venmo him, and then just be done. Imagine that, like the Venmo request post when she's like, when she dubs him. No. To no. me, that would be, that means his ego is just bruised. That's like the classless, like the most classless thing I think I've heard in a long time. I hadn't heard that one. That was a new one. But like, that's what we have to deal with in this single world. Are you a, are you a ghoster type or are you a, let me, t- let me text you a nice little three, four sentences how I'm not interested. I... Do not believe in ghosting at all. I think it's the worst thing you can yeah, do to yeah. someone. I always, even even though I know it's like not fun to send that text, I always tell my friends and myself like, it sucks when you don't know why someone just stopped talking to you. So I know it might be harsh, but wouldn't you rather know, even if it was like a slap in the face? Do you have like a template? Um, <laughs> no, I don't. I mean, I've copy and pasted texts before, no. but there. It's it on your notes app. Not not oh. anymore. I I I used to have one that I like sent, and I would just be like, oh. I should search months back in my text and be like, I'll just send this again. And now we're just going to take a quick break to talk to you about my longtime sponsor in U.S. Wellness Meats. At uswellnessmeats.com, you can choose from over 350 foods raised the way nature intended. That includes 100% grass-fed and grass-finished beef, lamb, bison, elk, and dairy. They also have pasture-raised heritage pork, wild-caught seafood, and pasture-raised poultry. These are some of the host of foods that you can find at uswellnessmeats.com where the owners are the actual farmers themselves. And now they've introduced a subscription food delivery service and curated sample farm bundles. Choose the bundle of food you want to receive every month and they'll deliver it right to your door automatically. It's never been easier to serve your family real, honest-to-goodness food without the junk. U.S. Wellness Meats is the choice of championship sports teams, professional athletes, chefs, world-class trainers, and families just like yours all over America. Use promo code PODCAST, that's P-O-D-C-A-S-T, to save 15% off of every order at uswellnessmeats.com. Now let's get back into it. But it, it's very sweet. It's just like, you're great. I'm just not interested. But it was so fun getting to know you. I just didn't feel like an emotional connection. I usually use like the emotional connection What's line. the What's the best and worst reaction you've gotten from those? Honestly, I've gotten pretty good reactions. Yeah. yeah. No, it's telling, I think. Yeah. If they respond well, you know, it's. Yeah, because I have been ghosted and it's like the worst feeling no, in the world. Is. And I've also gotten that text where people are like i'm not interested in you and that also sucks but it's it's less of a burn on a different note what do you 
kind of think is the biggest misconception about you? Oh, God, there's so many. Like what like people assume about me on the internet? Yeah, it doesn't have to be on the internet, just like in general. Um, So I think with the podcast, people assume I'm like this crazy like neurotic dater like psych kind of like psycho like boy obsessed because they see clips like some people are like like when we had francis on he was like yeah you guys are a dating podcast ladies talk about dating and alex and i were like well alex like i'm married jordan hasn't dated anyone in six months so i don't know what podcast you've been listening to Mm -hmm. because that's quite a few episodes so i think a lot of people just assume i'm like this not like nasty but just like man hater like destroys like goes on dates with guys and wants to just destroy them you're not but i'm not at all like i tr- like if someone literally was like jordan i want to go on a date with you but please never speak of me even if they like broke my heart i would never speak with them speak about them on the podcast someone did break my heart and i spoke only highly of him even alex was like you spoke so nice about him like good for you because i'm like i'm not here to like drag anyone through the mud because i want a life outside of the podcast and i don't want what i say to like scare people whatever has it yeah yeah a lot because <laughs> i feel like if i feel like if i didn't know you and then you just and you're like going on and you just do a little stalking before the first date i could understand how some people some people would say yeah <laughs> i mean be a little be a little intimidated or what whatnot what like from what you saw versus what you're seeing now like was it very different like, do you th- like? What, are your assumptions coming true? Honestly, I thought. I hope you say. I thought you'd be lovely, and you are lovely. Like, I thought, like, thank you. I genuinely like. I, I think also for me, like, I've talked to a lot of different people, and, like, this is one of my job. Like, you know, like so. Yeah. I, uh, but you I knew we'd world. get along. Like, I knew that I could like ask you any question, and you would you would give me, um, honest answers. I can understand how some people, like, you know, could be intimidated. I personally, like, I kind of like, like, I, I Intimidation's think... Intimidation's fun. I know I I'll, intimidated people. Yeah, well, I think some, like I, like, I think some people can be intimidated. Oh. The same way, like, some people, like, when they, when I've gone on dates before and they've, like, looked at some of my stuff, they're like, oh, I thought you were going to, like, be this way or that way. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, no, like, I don't know, I'm normal, I think. Yeah. So it's, um, I think also because we both podcast which is sounds so annoying how annoying is that when you, <laughs> no, I, know. Like, but it, I don't tell people like when they're like what do you do like i'm i'm just gonna start to resort to like something else yeah what do you tell people if you go on oh, dates it's the worst i'm like well they usually like probably like have done reese or like donald most people search the people are going up on instagram like mm-hmm. you know, so then they're like but if someone hasn't i'm just like oh like i host a podcast and i try to like keep it to a minimum and they're like oh like what's it about and you're like oh. i might just start saying finance just because, you know, when people say finance, they, sh- they don't ask questions. Like, it's so cool. boring. Are you like, oh, you're another one? I'm like, yeah. I usually say I work at a in content at a sports media company. No, but then they ask a lot of questions. And you say bars, so I'm like, ah. Well, it was funny because the last date I went on, he was like, so what do you do? And I was like, I work in content at a sports media company. He goes, yeah, I saw you on TikTok this morning. It was so funny. And I was like, oh, well, that's easy now. You know exactly what I do. Yeah. So th- so usually, but usually they like have an idea. But do you, do you like... Do you like explaining what you do? Um, I'm proud of it and I love what I, I do. Be. So I don't be. mind it. But I I sometimes I feel like when I explain what I do, that's like people start to spiral and they're like, oh my God, your world's like too intense for me. Like you're going to destroy me or drag me through the mud. Cause that's just People just assume when, when girls have podcasts, they just like destroy men. I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> But it's like I won't. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, like if they haven't looked and they see some clips and your podcast is called Mean Girl Pod. Yeah, and it's, that's true. Y- you know, I, I can understand why some people think that. I, I do too. <laughs> if I could date someone with no social media, that'd be incredible. Yeah, no. that. I kind of wish – do you like social media? Like for yourself, do you like being like having to be, I guess, public? So I have like a love-hate relationship with it. I love my job and what I do, but there's some days where I would give anything to just I agree. not deal with it. Mm-hmm. And also, it like definitely has destroyed and hindered relationships of mine, and it's definitely prevented me from building relationships. Like I'm very lucky that my close group of girlfriends I met before I started working at Barstool. Not that they wouldn't be my friends, but yeah. like I met my people before I had a following on social media. 
I don't have any friends really since having that following. You don't think, have people treated you differently since you've had a following? Not my like close group, but I've had people reach out to me that I'm like, you didn't give me yeah. the time of day yeah. a year ago. Or classic. Yeah. Or like they'll reach out and say something like, you didn't speak to me mm. before I had Barstool in my Instagram handle or, or my Instagram bio. So for sure. I also don't trust people as much as I used to. Yeah, do you have trust issues? With a lot of people now, yeah, because I'm like, what do, you, what do you really want? Like, what's your What do you look for when you're undie? trying to know if you trust somebody? I usually get, I can read people pretty well, and I can, like, tell if there's, like, a, a vibe that, I, that I'm just mm -hmm. not. I'm like, I can just tell you don't actually care about me. You just want something from me. Mm. What's usually a, tell, a telling sign? Or is it just I, gut feeling? Just, like, a gut feeling. I feel you. Yeah, I think I think honestly the most hurtful moments because I I always thought that like the thing I was best at was being able to read people like since I was young I was like yo I think maybe it was like some weird. No, I have that too. It must be something in your birth chart. <laughs> I'm dead serious because I'm dead no, serious. No, no, dead. no, you're probably right. But I think the worst feeling is feeling or being wrong about it. Because then I'm like, damn. I've never been wrong about it. See, I was wrong about it recently, and this plays into. Oh. So, and so I was. Are you sure you're wrong about it? Your gut's usually always right. Uh, yeah, well, so my, so that, so like, that's why for me, I was just like, that's the moment. And I, I mean, I guess there may have been one or two other times, not necessarily like relationships, but just moments or situations, business, yada, yada, where I was super convinced about one thing. And it didn't turn out that way. Um, but though that feels the worst. I've never felt that because I've never been wrong. Ne <laughs> I've never been wrong. <laughs> You've never been wrong. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I have. But not about people, I don't think. Really? Yeah. But then like if you... Okay. Usually what happens is like I get a gut feeling and no one agrees with me. And then like three months later, people are like, how do we not see this coming? And I'm like, I told you. They're not a good person. I just like, I just like don't trust a lot of people in this industry, in this world. Because I never know they're. What you they gotta want. give people a little bit of the benefit of the doubt sometimes. In innocent yeah. until proven guilty. You okay. You said it to me. So I did say that to you, but it's a running but, joke with my best friend that I always say they're guilty until, until proven, proven innocent. innocent. That's like my new motto, which is very pessimistic, but it's kind of like what I run with. Like they're guilty until they prove innocence. What's the number one way a guy can build trust with you? I think if they respect my job and ask me like genuine questions because sometimes you know when people ask you like questions you can just tell yeah like, fuck they don't care <laughs> or they just like they're like they want to know like the glamorous parts of it but they don't genuinely care like what you do on a regular basis they're not like oh my god tell me about your day like how was your interview they're just like so who'd you meet like wh where can you like get into Yo, like can i talk to dave yeah oh my god yes no worries the amount of guys have said it to that's, me on... See, that's got to be like immediate no. It's just like, it's like, how do you not think that's just yeah. inappropriate to say? Also, just like not hot. It's not sexy. No. Or like, <laughs> or can you like get us in anywhere? It's just like, no, I actually have no connections. I don't know how <laughs> actually, those people no, do. No. <laughs> I'm like, no, I wait in lines just like everyone else. I don't know what you want from me. So I just like it when, that's why I love, not love. Um, I would prefer to date someone in my world a little mm. bit because they get it or someone with no social media. Yeah. Like someone who's so oblivious and is like, yeah, I've heard of Barstool, but like, I don't really know what it is. So we have to wrap in a few minutes. I know. It goes by so fast. I know. We, we could go for hours. I feel like I just started talking I know, to you. I know. Me too. Um, what do you, what do you hope on a personal level, prof and, I mean, personal and professional, the next couple years look like? Like when you come back, I mean, you come back before, but if you come back in a year or two or three or four or five where does Jordan Woodruff want to be? So that's a really hard question, but, and I've kind of like avoided answering that because you know how like when you, you have, no, I'm going to say it because I'm working on man, more manifesting, but oh. you know, when you like answer, when someone asks you a question and, you're, and you like downplay yourself, mm -hmm. I'm trying not to downplay myself Don't. as much. I really want my own like brand of like, I want my own, my dream is to have like my own coffee brand or my own wine brand. Mm. Like more e-commerce. I don't want. I don't need to start like a coffee shop in New York City. But my own brand of something would be Woodruff's. really cool. Yeah, I don't know the name yet, but like something like really like cool with. Not, I mean, it was good, but I feel like that's a Woodruff's. Well, did you say? Yeah, I feel like that could eat Woodruff's coffee. 
Yeah. Sounds like my dad, though. That's what it reminds me of. What would you name your coffee shop or your coffee brand if you, if, if you could? I don't... I had a good name the other day, and I told my friend... I think I was drinking when I had the name, and then I forgot to write it down. <laughs> I don't know. I'm hard... I'm really bad with name, Like, coming up with cool names. I feel like I... I could see that though, genuinely. Yeah, that that's you know, like, like the and dream. And I think, and I think, a place like Barstool, for regardless how long you stay or don't stay there, I feel like is a good place if you want to start one of those brands. Yeah. Because you know? um, I even watching your stuff today, they do a good job of like putting ads for their own stuff in the middle of their podcast. Yes. Smart. Mm-hmm. So like, and I was looking at it, and I was like, oh, like I kind of feel like I could see you, and if it's coffee. Um, like it would make natural sense. Yeah. Like I love social media and the podcast and I I hope to do the podcast for as long as I can, but I definitely have more of an interest in like the business side of things and want to start my own something of like my own brand or company or be more entrepreneurial. Like I like that side mm-hmm. of the world. Like I don't the public eye being in it is just kind of intimidating and thinking about doing that forever. Or if I'm in the public eye, it would be cuz like I started something cool. Right. Not just cuz I'm I did like influencing. Like I don't love the idea of just like making videos and putting them out there all the time. I hate the word influence. I do too. Because you know what? In my eyes, it's like Nelson Mandela, influencer, influenced people. Yeah. Bryce Hall, not inf- – like what's he influencing, you know? Respectfully, he's doing great in terms of content. But it's I like true, I think though. like the, I don't really like the word influencer because it's like – it just sounds stupid. No, it does. And like I wish there was another word. I guess we could say – Whatever. Social – It is what it is at this media. point. Media – Con- content creator content creator like i love making content but i just don't know if i'd be fulfilled making content for the rest of my life okay so since we're manifesting yes when you're um, 35 okay give me like what's just what's life look like and right now we're gonna clip this oh god or maybe we will no it's we can it's so f- funny because i made a tiktok a long time ago how i w- it was like a manifesting tiktok and it was like what do you want to do and it was like move to New York, work at like in a media company. So it's cool when like you talk about this stuff. I would say at 35, having the podcast still, but it being grown and matured in a new and unique way. Mm-hmm. And then having my own business or like company or brand of some sort that's helping people or coffee. I don't know. Just like two things like the podcast, but then also having like my own brand that I do. I don't know what that looks like yet. Maybe it is having my own coffee. I don't know. Or my own wine. Ooh. I know. That'd be kind of cool. I know. Or maybe like working and collaborating with skincare or makeup. I don't know. But like. More of the entrepreneurial business side. Yeah. All right. So we're manifesting it. Mm-hmm. Manifesting it all. But can I ask you yours? Yeah. Podcast. I want it similarly to you. Mm-hmm. I, I want this to be like a always doing it. Yeah. Because there's so many positives. It's Relationships. Fun. It's fun. Um, networking. Like, there's so many positives. Successfully start and sell a company. Okay, that's I'm cool. I'm working. Uh, I haven't, like, really been public about it, but I'm working um, four months on a startup right now. So I've been leading that. Um, so that's basically, like, my other job. Let's put it that way. Um, cool. That I'll be releasing. Actually... We can talk business after because I think you would be you'd be a good um, once we have we're, we're about to start raising. Oh, I'd so love once to hear more we about launch it. and once we do all the influencer marketing, <laughs> love. Then we'll, we'll we could talk at that point. But um, yeah, so that's definitely something I want to do. Like I I do honestly similarly to you, the, everything. I guess business is kind of like I love that. Mm-hmm. Just like the entrepreneurial. I guess look at that. Two we're pe- twins. Two, two peas in a pod. Um, are you sure you're not a Gemini? You can ask my mom, but I'm pretty sure I was born in January 22nd. Well, you we just need the day you were born or the time you were born and the location. 11, 27 p.m. Really? Yep. Wait, do we have to? I'm going to quick look it up. <laughs> do it. Because uh, we'll, ra- we'll wrap here. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Just so, what time is it? We're running late. 520. Okay, yeah. So we'll get you out here in the next few minutes. Um, but no, seriously, thank you for um, coming on. We could have gone for another 12 hours. Oh, yeah. I could talk to you forever. No, I know. We'll we'll do it again. Um and uh, I am rooting for you. Thank you. I'm rooting for you. We're rooting together. Well, Bala, we're in the city. We're like 10 minutes from each other. And we're Brooklyn, so. Very different. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm 
I always say it's like long distance when it's, you when you have friends no, in Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. You. Anyways, <laughs> you could. She's sh- clearly lived for, in New York for a year and a half. Not, not you can make me love Brooklyn more. I know it's so bad. I was we like, will. I love Manhattan. People are like you live and, here. And for- I and I drive and I have a car, so I drive all around. So it doesn't feel like a long distance. It oh, that's like, nice. It's lovely. So I can like go over the bridges and like enjoy the views. I miss driving. I know so much. Honestly, driving the city, they tell you not to. It's fun if you ever have a car. Um, One day. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for I'm having for you. me. I can't wait to uh, next time you come on to see where we're both at. That would be super uh, exciting. Where can plug everything? Oh, gosh. Okay, so for personals, it's at Jordan Woodruff, Jordan with a Y, so J-O-R-D-Y-N. Um, and that's like all my personals. And then Mean Girl Pod on everything else. Just buy all the stuff. Buy all the Listen. merch. Uh, stay it doesn't even merch. stay. Wait, look at, look at your right your right shoulder. Literally no stain. That's actually crazy. Does that mean this is like water? Or are or these me- sweatshirts oh, magical? Right, right, right. <laughs> no, like, right. that's actually crazy. I spill on a regular basis too, and I will say I that's wear these sweatshirts. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Anyways. And the, the matching shoes too. Thank you, Jordan. Thank you.